Good morning, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, deplorables, and those of you who are uh, snob-nosed. Snob-nosed? I don't know if that's the right. You get what I'm saying, you pretentious people of the world. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Uncontroversial. Look, everybody, it's Tuesday today. Uh, I'm supposed to record these before Tuesday, but uh, like I said last week, work's a little hectic. and Here we are, Tuesday, I'm a few hours late. Uh, this was supposed to be posted at around 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's currently 8.05. But hey, we shall prevail. Um, so, I'm late. <laughs> uh, like I said, guys, work's been really... Really hectic lately, uh, taking on some new roles, a little bit more of a leadership position, um, stepping away from the bedside, nursing that I have loved so much over the past few years to take on more of an administrative role and trying to uh, transition into that has definitely been a bit of a process for me. But, hey, new challenges, looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to just kind of, I guess... Uh, freestyle today i have i have absolutely zero outline i've had no time to plan for this but i'm gonna keep myself accountable damn it and we're gonna go ahead and uh put this episode up before the end of the day because i said there would be new episodes every tuesday and i meant it when i said it so you know i think i one thing hold on tobin dude you already ate bruh come lay down the dog I gotta figure out a studio or something. Ouch! Just, <laughs> just punched my desk. I gotta figure out a studio or something. That way, uh, his 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 distractions do not continue. Dude, hold on, bro. Yeah, go go to go to her. There we go. All right. So, um, like I said, I'm just gonna kind of. Freestyle today, uh, zero plan, but uh, something I want to kind of talk about, um, I made a TikTok about this, actually. I know I am on TikTok, because uh, I'm trendy and cool like that, but <laughs> but I made this TikTok after uh, after I got home from work one day last week, uh, and it's something I just want to touch on is, it's, it's a plea, it's a plea from one nurse to the people of the world, friends, family. Random people listening to this, spread the word. Stop coming to the goddamn ER to get a simple COVID test. Please, guys, I'm begging you. Spread the word. Tell anybody you see on the street walking around. Do not come to the emergency department for a COVID test. Don't do it. I mean, and look, perhaps, perhaps I'm a little jaded <clears throat> excuse me, perhaps I'm a little jaded in this sense, right? Because I am the ER nurse who's been swabbing people's noses for the past two years. But man, stop, all right? There's, at the beginning of the pandemic, it made sense to come to an ER to get swabbed, right? Because there were no other options. It was come to the emergency department to get your COVID swab or you weren't getting swabbed. But now, any pharmacy, you can go to your health department, Urgent cares, doctor's offices, you can all get them from there. <clears throat> but stop coming to the emergency department for the test. It's not an emergency. It's not. You know, and, and, and a bunch of you chuckleheads 
coming in looking to get swabbed before you go back to work because you're at a party over the weekend and want to get your rapid results, which aren't even accurate, just so you can feel good about yourself before you go back to work on Monday. Man, I I cannot stand you guys. And I love my patients. I do. But man, it just, it, it feels, it almost feels... Trying to figure out how to word this without, you know, potentially causing a problem for myself. (laughs) Um, It feels as though you guys are taking advantage of the emergency department for a test. And it's frustrating. We're already short-staffed. We're already dealing with burnout. We're already sick to death of COVID. And you coming in with your little sniffles for the past couple days, or your child bringing in your, your family of five after the weekend because one of you thinks you were exposed to COVID and you got to swab the entire family. Man, you guys make it so hard to be, uh, you know, kind's not the right word, but you guys make it really hard to pretend like you coming in for the test is an emergency. Like, man, it is so difficult. And I don't like swabbing people because I know it's super uncomfortable to get swabbed. Sticking Q-tips up your schnoz, touching your brain pan is not fun. It's not fun for me to do. It's not fun for people to experience. It's certainly not fun for me to do to your wailing child because you felt like they needed to come in because they've had the sniffles for the past couple days and you, you feel like they need to be COVID tested. That's not fun. It's not fun for anybody. And it's 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 a, it's such a huge, and this is something I talked about on the on the TikTok. Uh, I'm not gonna plug my TikTok. I don't even. <laughs> um, but anyway, so you know, this is something I kind of touched on. Our resources are already so depleted right now because people have been f- leaving the hospital systems around the U.S. in droves, uh, whether it be for travel reasons or. You know, they, they, they are making more money travel nursing or, you know, they're, they're just sick of being at the bedside and uh, working in the hospital system. So they just leave nursing altogether and pursue something completely different. But and so our resources are already so slim. And we're already seeing so many people every single day that it is just a it's, it's a burden and a tax to have to do something as simple as a COVID swab. It is, you know, and that's not the purpose of an emergency department. I'm sorry if that upsets anybody, <laughs> you know, but it's not. It really isn't. You know, even even if you're COVID positive, you coming to the emergency department to confirm what you already suspected, if you're not, actively dying or, or on the verge of death is mm, mm, it's a um, I need to be careful here because I'm my, my compassion meter is low <laughs> so I need to kind of tread lightly here but you know and may, maybe my beef is not only with uh, people coming in for COVID swabs maybe my beef is more with people coming into the emergency department for things that aren't emergencies. You know, and I know, I know, I know, I know. Emergencies 
are a spectrum and everyone's emergency is not everyone's emergency. I know. I get it. But people coming in for something like a COVID swab, something like an STD check, where or or you know where, where results really accurate results take three to five days to get anyway. You know, or people coming in for other very simple things that could be treated as a, at, at an urgent care, or people coming in with chronic issues that need to be treated by a primary care doctor. None of these are emergencies. I'm sorry, they're not. They are not emergencies. And if you think they are, I have pity for you and I will still care for you, but in my eyes, they are not an emergency. And it is leading to so much burnout. Nurses in the ER are being treated like shit. We're getting ass... (laughs) We're getting screwed day in and day out, working our asses off. Working our asses to the bone to provide the best care we possibly can. But we're being stretched because, one, there are hardly any nurses in the hospital right now, and two, people are abusing the emergency department. We are not your primary care doctor, folks. Do not come in because you have not seen a primary care doctor in six months and you feel like you need to have a couple medication changes. That is not our job. We'll do it. We'll do it with a smile on our face because we, we've gotten to nursing for the love of caring for people. But man, if, if behind that outer shell of, of compassion and love, you guys got to know, I've got no pity for you anymore. And man, that's sad. I've only been a nurse for three years, and my compassion tank is so low because we're getting abused in the emergency department. So maybe that's what my beef is about, you know? I don't know. <laughs> it's just so... Ah, man, guys, it's so frustrating. It's it's so mind-boggling, the, the shit we see coming into an emergency department. You know, and I, I've been working at this new hospital system now for about three months. Uh, like I said, I am taking a step away from the bedside uh, and taking more of an administrative role on. But uh, so in this, this hospital system is different from the last one I worked in. Um, I'm in a different area of the town I live in. Uh, and the area where this small hospital is, is in a more underserved area of the community. Um, so, you know, more people come in for things that typically shouldn't be seen at an ER, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, I just, <clears throat> I think a lot of, in, in this is, I wanted to try to keep today apolitical and light <laughs> because I've had no time to really plan or think about things. But, uh, you know, I, a lot of people in the area where I work right now are Medicare, Medicaid patients, right? They're not paying for their visits, right? The taxpayer is paying for their visits. So they come in for things that should not have, that have zero business being in an emergency department. They come in and get those taken care of because they're not footing the bill. You get what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what we're dealing with at the hospital I'm working at right now. I just had to take a quick pause the cause because uh, I realized my air conditioning was on. It's still warm here. Um, realized that the air conditioning fan was definitely picking up on the audio. So I turned that off. So hopefully the audio for the remainder of this episode is okay. I will not be re-recording any of this because I just want to get this out there and uh, I don't remember anything I said. 
<laughs> so I'm not going to try to recount things. Um, but so moving, we're moving forward, everybody. So uh, anyway, as I was saying, you know, these, these patients that are coming in uh, feel... I'm not sure if entitled is the right word, but it kind of feels like entitled is the right word uh, to receive these treatments for, for these benign things um, just because they're here and they're on Medicare, Medicaid, they don't need to foot the bill and we still need to care for them. Uh, but, you know, and so people over the past uh, year and a half, two years, really since the pandemic really kicked off, uh, have kind of gotten shitty in the hospital. You know, there's still, there are still, I would say the the vast majority of patients I deal with on a daily basis are very, very kind, sweet people who do need help in some way, shape or form. Right. And I'm, I'm more than happy to care for those people and be there for them in whatever capacity I could be really, truly. But, uh, <clears throat> there are a growing number of patients coming in who just act so they they act rubbish, you know. They it's they're they're so rude and and spiteful and mean. And if you're not doing things on their terms when they want it, man, they ah, oh, they're so just awful to to really the entire hospital staff. It's not just the nurses; it's the doctors, it's the rad techs, the lab people. The EVS folk, the dietary, they're mean to everybody because they feel like they're not getting what they want when they want it. You know, uh, prime example, I just got off shift and last night I had a fella come in. I was triaging him uh, and I needed him to sit down so I could get a set of vital signs on him. And he said, I'm not sitting down. I said, well, sir, I need you to sit down. Otherwise, I can't get the set of vital signs on. He's like, fuck you. I'm not going to sit down. I'm not sitting down. It's like, well, okay, well, I can't get the vital signs on you if you're not sitting. And so uh, that's fine. I guess you, you're, you're more than welcome to leave. But we need this before we can start anything. And so he uh, he left. <laughs> and he was so rude about it too, man. He's like, well, that's fine. I'm just going to fucking leave. And he, he just stormed out with all, with all his stuff. Uh, but, you know, and so that's there, there is this growing mentality of people just being dicks. In, in, in the emergency department. And uh, I think that's led to a lot of burnout on top of the all the overtime hours we're having to work because there's less and less staff each and every day. Um, but so the life of an ER nurse is, <clears throat> it's, it's interesting right now. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's kind of trailing off there a little bit. But, you know, so I've got, I've got, I've got my compassion tank, like I said, is, is damn near empty it is and you know I I still I don't let my patients see that um but it, it is and you know so and I'm not the only one I'm not the only ER nurse I'm not and we'll we'll take the ER out of this I am not the only healthcare worker who is burnt out and tired you know and uh <clears throat> you guys coming in for your COVID tests aren't making it any easier are you guys coming in for for things that are not an emergency and should be dealt with outpatient in a hot in, in your doctor's office or a pharmacy or the Planned Parenthood or whatever suits your chief complaint for the day is not helping 
you know, I got a, I got into emergency nursing to help people when they needed it, not to shove Q-tips up people's noses and give them pee cuffs so we can do STD checks. I mean, it's it's really, it is that simple. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with that, uh, if that makes any sense. I know that was kind of a weird tangent, um, but, you know, hey, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, I think I think that's okay for it to be a little a little chaotic today. Um, let's see. What else can we kind of dive into here as I'm kind of just riffing off the top of my head uh, relating to, you know, working in the emergency department, um, you know, and, and the current state of affairs in the hospitals around the U.S. Uh, so... Here's something interesting. Um, like, like I said, most a lot a lot of nurses are leaving full time hospital positions to pursue travel nursing, right? Because the pay is just exorbitant, right? Uh, which is something that's quite fascinating. Uh, just how much more money the travelers are making as opposed to the full time staff. Um, but so at the hospital I'm currently working at, we are are our core full time staff right now for days mid shifts and nights at my hospital we have five er nurses that are full-time for the whole the whole week everybody else is uh is a traveler and so that's been that's been something new you know that's that's been something i i never expected like holy shit (laughs) i how how are we functioning like this, you know, and sure, all these nurses are, um, they're all well-trained, they all, they all seem to know what they're doing, right, but we, we need to have some sort of core staff to function off of, you know, otherwise it's just a revolving door of new, of new nurses learning the processes in the hospital, and by the time they learn the processes in the hospital, their contract's up, and they're on to the next place, uh, but so that's just something that's kind of been on my mind, a lot lately, you know, I'm trying to, as I, as I'm preparing for this more administrative role, trying to think of ways I can, you know, recruit other nurses to come work in the hospital system. Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't tell them we're going to pay them more because I, I can't promise them more money because I'm not the one who gets to make those decisions. But, <laughs> but, you know, uh, so we're, we're at this very weird point in healthcare in the hospital system right now. Um, and it's, it's, it'll, it'll have to settle down at some, at some point, right? All, all good things. Well, and this isn't a good thing, but (laughs) this is an awful thing, but you know, every, everything must come to an end at some point. Right. So I really truly do believe this will settle down at some point when, and for how long I, I couldn't even begin to venture to put a guess at that, but, uh, you know, so, I don't know. That's just something that's been interesting. Something I've been trying to ponder a little bit as uh, I try to rack my brain thinking of solutions to bring in a more full-time staff uh, and to build off of. Um, because, you know, it's needed. Not not just for an efficient staff that knows the processes, but also for a cohesive staff, right? I'm not sure if that makes any sense. But um, so that's just been something I've been thinking about a little bit lately. Uh, 
It's just very bizarre. I, I when I when I entered nursing school and graduated, I n- never would have thought in a mere three years this would be where I'm at in my career as a nurse, where uh, or where this is where healthcare would be at. Um, and it's it's very bizarre. It's a very bizarre time, but hey, that's okay. You know, uh, a job's a job. I still love it. I love my career. And I wouldn't change it for the world, even though it's a chaotic shit show. <laughs> but, you know, hey, that it is what it is, right? It is what it is. It's, it's, I have job security. I love what I do. And I, I feel very blessed by that. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. Um, anyway, uh, I know this was another rambling one, and I apologize. I know last week's was a whole lot of mess, and this one seems to be just as chaotic. But you know what? Next week, we're going to get back on track. I know it. I have I have a few days off. I'm off until Saturday, um, so I actually have some time to put some thought and develop a really good outline for next week's episode. And so we will get back to more uh, structured easy to follow along um more planned out podcasts here in the next coming episodes uh you know i I did i wanted to touch on the written house trial uh that's going on right now Um, that's that's really what i wanted to discuss this week but obviously could not as i was not able to put any planning into it but i do kind of think maybe that's a bit of a silver lining because now i can really dive into that case and uh, see how it unfolds um over the next you know, a few days to the next week. Uh, so we can really kind of tackle that and I can provide my perspective on that next week or maybe even the week after if things kind of drag on a bit. But so that's kind of what I'm thinking we're going to go next. Um, I do like these apolitical podcasts, just kind of discussing other things on my mind, right? I'm not just, I'm not just politics all the time. I actually try to be politics uh, very little in my in my personal life right now um just because it's so divisive i i don't want to spend my time arguing with people um because it makes me angry and bitter and miserable and i don't want to be that um, but you know so i do like these apolitical podcast episodes right so i i i would like to continue to uh feature them every now and then um to kind of just take a break from the politics stuff. Um, so, you know, I do think this will be something I do every now and then. Uh, I, I don't believe it'll be something that will be, you know, the future of the podcast. Um, but hey, we'll see. You know, this this is going to be a long project for me. I really do think that, you know, even if nobody listens, I'm still going to do these because it's something that is creative for me. It's something that I enjoy doing. Uh, it's kind of weird talking into a mic completely by yourself in a room with zero dialogue coming back your way but you know i am getting used to it (laughs) um and uh still trying to iron some things out uh and they will they will improve as time goes on i do believe that and i know that as i uh, have more practice things will things will get better and more efficient but hey um everybody thank you so much for listening i know i'm i'm sorry this is late i appreciate you guys tuning in regardless uh appreciate every single one of you love y'all have a good rest of your week, whatever it may bring. Um, go, go have some fun. It's it's a long. What is it today? This week's Veterans Week, so our Veterans Day week, I should say. So uh, enjoy those long weekends if you have them. Go out, 
enjoy the weather, party, or, you know, stay inside if that's what you prefer. <laughs> and hey, everybody, until next time, have a great time. All right, everybody, see you. Bye.